When you think of water and sanitation services, it's fair to say that the issue of subsidies may not be top of mind. Maybe you think about how water and sanitation need to reach underserved communities. Maybe you think about how to ensure those on low incomes can still afford water from their tap and a toilet in their homes. Or maybe you think about how we need to use water more sustainably so available resources today can deliver benefits to future generations. Well, a new World Bank report reveals how subsidies can play a crucial role in achieving all of these things. Doing more with less, smarter subsidies for water supply and sanitation, funded in part by the Global Water Security and Sanitation Partnership, explores the question of how scarce public resources can be used most effectively to achieve universal delivery of water and sanitation. The report analyses subsidies in the sector, looking at their magnitude, their efficacy in achieving their policy objectives, and the implications of their design. It also provides guidance for policymakers on how subsidies can be better designed and offers practical examples of successful subsidy reform from across the world. One of the striking pieces of evidence this report uncovers is the sheer amount of subsidies globally. As report author and the World Bank's Water Global Practice Lead Economist Luis Andreas explains, Governments around the world are pouring money into water and sanitation subsidies, around $320 billion a year. And this number doesn't include India and China, meaning that the total number is even higher. Basically, subsidies are the difference between two figures. The money it costs to provide water and sanitation services and the money that comes in from users. The subsidies we analyze cover things like staffing costs, maintenance of existing infrastructure and infrastructure rehabilitation. You may be thinking, why is this a problem? Here's why. This money is not flowing to those who need it most. These subsidies are too often failing to reach the poor, with the wealthiest households receiving the lion's share. Subsidies frequently end up disproportionately benefiting upper-income groups, leaving poorer families without the support they need. Doing more with less finds that, on average, across 10 low- and middle-income countries examined, 56% of subsidies end up in the pockets of the richest 20% but only 6% of subsidies find their way to the poorest 20%. That's because, as currently constituted, existing subsidies are poorly targeted and don't sufficiently help poor households. There are three main reasons for this. Firstly, by and large, existing subsidies target network services, which are largely unavailable in poor neighbourhoods. Secondly, even when poor households are in areas with access, they are not connected to the network. And thirdly, most existing subsidies fail to make use of targeting mechanisms that can direct resources to the poor. But change is possible. This research also shows that subsidies can be powerful and progressive tools in delivering water and sanitation when they are designed in smart and targeted ways and implemented effectively, as Andres explains. Subsidies can help ensure nobody gets left behind when it comes to affordable provision of water and sanitation services. But in order to do this, they need to be designed in a way that are smart, targeted, and implemented effectively. There are a number of ways of doing this. Firstly, subsidies can be reallocated to services that the poor actually use. Networked services are largely unavailable to the poor in many countries, so better targeting can be achieved by redirecting subsidies towards non-networked services that are readily available in poor communities. A number of countries have begun conditioning some subsidies on results in Colombia, India, Kenya, 
Morocco, the Philippines and Uganda, subsidies are provided to water and sanitation service providers after having delivered water and sanitation facilities to the poor. Also, technology is making improved targeting increasingly possible. In Chile, a national socioeconomic survey provided sufficiently high-quality data to help determine who is eligible to benefit from subsidies. Even when such data is not currently available, the use of remote sensing and street view data, coupled with machine learning algorithms, holds the potential to identify the poor to improve targeting. The World Bank is currently working with the government of Angola to pilot this approach. Reform can only be successful where an informed and supportive public understands the rationale for reform. Therefore, a communication strategy is essential to build advanced backing and for successful implementation. Understanding the institutions, incentives and interests that shape subsidy reform is vital to cultivating supportive coalitions. Of course, subsidies may not be permanent, so an appropriate exit strategy should always include some form of support for the most vulnerable. Subsidies that are designed and implemented in these ways can help achieve the goals of improving access to affordable, sustainable and equitable water and sanitation services. Music